Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Youth Vibes. I'm Daniel Suli. This week on the show where we're throwing back a little to last year. Now you'd remember that we started the Seven Spheres of Influence series on the show last year and we, we went through most of them but not all. We still have a couple more to complete and we have we have a very exciting cast here today to deal with our, our, our topic. I mean I'm sure you've seen it already from the episode title but but let's let, let, let's leave it a mystery a little bit longer. Ulua Tobi Umar is back on Youth Vibes. Hi Toby. Hi Daniel. <laughs> welcome, welcome back to Youth Vibes. It's been a minute since we had you on. Yeah, thank you. It's <laughs> nice to be here. Nice to have you. Joker Bedwazo, welcome back to the show. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> How are you doing today, Joker Bed? What's what's up? I'm fine. Anything new that we should know about? Hmm. No. There a lot, but <laughs> It's not for here. Ah, no problem. No problem. You, you guys ready? She's not ready to tell to tell her life stories. <laughs> and the one, the only professor auntie, doctor at Maka Ucheke is here. Welcome back, Auntie Amaka. Thank you. But what are the titles? So few. We've never had more. <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll, okay, no problem. We'll do that as, as the show goes on. Okay. <laughs> auntie Amaka is our coordinator here at EPC Youth Ministry. And she's here to anchor this conversation on the sphere of science and technology and how it influences our lives. So sit back, enjoy the show. Okay, um, Jacobed and Oluwatobi. How? What is that long name? Mm-hmm. It's Oluwatobi. Oluwatobi. Yes. Okay, not Oluwatobi Sin or something, something. No. You know, Yoruba names can be long sometimes. <laughs> anyway, why? Science and technology, Toby. Why? Um, okay, I was hoping she would answer first. No, the ladies first. You said ladies first after the men. <laughs> oh, okay, interesting. <laughs> All, right. All right. Um, so science and technology. Uh, well, I think if uh, if you're a curious person, right? Um, it's one of the places or the areas that you can foster and sort of grow and satisfy like curiosity generally um i also think it's a very good way to connect with um like god's creation and how how, like and and figure out and learn how everything works and it even sort of helps you to appreciate like i said god's creation earlier so yeah that's why science and technology okay jacobed well funny enough i'm not even into science and technology like really but i find it very interesting and challenging too from where i've had an experience with that in computer programming is very yeah like i said interesting and challenging challenges your brain so that's that's why for me okay so when we say science and technology what do we mean because You've already started with a disclaimer that you are not really into, but you're already a computer programmer. So that means um, you, you, you have knowledge on some understanding of science and technology. So when we say science and tech, science and technology, what exactly are we talking about? Okay. Or what does it mean? I think it just, it means, I think everybody is actually involved in science and technology. You know, our phones, our computers, social media. So it's just generally 
didn't say the internet. Like it's all in that group. Okay. Okay, that's the sphere that you have interfaced with. Yes. Okay. Toby, when we say science and technology, what does that mean to you? Mm. So And what should it mean to us? That's a good question. So science is generally the um, study of things and when you talk about like okay let's look at it from an academic um, point of view you go back to um, GSS1 or sorry GSS1 SS1 scientific method where you have a hypothesis and you develop the hypothesis you test it and you you know test how true it is and how valid it is and put it through um through some sort of um, scrutiny, right, to then um, make it a theory, right, of whether it's a valid theory or not, and all of that. I think at the end of the day, well, it's it's that every, there are things here, right, everything does exist, and we're only figuring out how things work and then putting it to use. And putting it to use is where technology comes in. It's the application of science. So okay. science refers more to understanding and to knowledge, and technology refers more to the application of that understanding and knowledge of, of everything, just about anything. Okay, interesting. So, um, so science is, as you said, studying what is all around us, nature, and then applying this knowledge is what technology is all about. Exactly. So, um, looking at all this, what do you think propositions you? to talk to us about science and technology? Well, um, if anything, I would say just that I am an enthusiast. Mm -hmm. Break <laughs> it down so that we could understand big words. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think the reason anyone goes to school or to learn anything is because of interest at the very crux of it. I mean, not in Nigeria, not very practically. Most people go to school to learn because they are looking for food. And you think in other countries, people go to learn because they want to? <laughs> no, not, not necessarily, but I'm saying the origin of it, if you okay. look way back, if okay. you look at the early scientists and if you look at the early, um, like how the school system was formed and all of that, it was that people were interested in learning things. You look at people like Leonardo da Vinci, especially people were cross-disciplinary. Um, so you're talking about people were both um, involved in arts and in sciences, uh, you know Michelangelo. I think he was purely art, though. Anyway, well, he's known for his art. He's, I don't know whether he did other things. Yeah. But. Um, so if if you look at it, it's basically because of interest, right? People want to know things. You want to learn about why things are the way they are, how things work, and you just want to have that knowledge and understanding. And quite honestly, my personal opinion is because it's not necessarily because people want to apply and to create and to build but i think it's an innate desire for us as human beings to want to know the why of everything right to want to know the origin of everything to understand what this is life itself is what the world is and like why we are here right so i think that desire is what's like probably started you know schooling and education and all of that and especially so for me personally i think it's also it also like stems from that i think i have that desire to learn and to know these things and because of that i i sort of gravitated towards science and technology and 
all of that. So I think that's why I'm here, right? And that's my more honest answer. But the answer everybody probably wants to hear is I'm studying computer science in University of Jones. No, but but from, <laughs> from your definition, science and technology isn't only computer science. Yeah, most, from what most you definitely. have told me. Yes. But also what I'm hearing to be is that You've been that very nice child who was never forced to go to school, who always did his homework, <laughs> who was very curious in class, paid attention, and all that. Don't answer, you answer later. <laughs> but think on that. Um, Jacobet, so what do you think places you in a position to talk about science and technology to us? I think it's just my interest in getting to know more about this. And as we all know in the world, you'll say the world is moving towards everything is technology, everything is science. So, so that interest, interest just widening my knowledge about it, just to know more about it, I think it places me in that position. Okay, to talk about science and technology. But primarily, okay, what are you studying in school? I'm studying accounting. So accounting, and she's talking about science and technology. So that um, also brings to view that everybody needs it needs it and everybody can talk and be interested in science and technology yes. it's yeah. not only for those who stu- who studied science in school exactly. and other. science and technology affects everybody yeah yeah so what's what's how does science and technology affect us can we look at examples and the impact that science and technology has in our world because we need to make it clear to everybody that look this science and technology is for everybody so nothing like it's just for science students, but it's for all of us. So how does it impact our world? Give me us examples of science and technology in our everyday life. Hmm. Impact. So I think that's impacted us in many ways. If we even look at uh, healthcare services, transportation, communication, a lot. And I think a lot of us can't even live without technology. We depend on it now. Like what? What do you mean you can't live without it? Is it like it's oxygen? It's food? <laughs> no, not like it's oxygen. <laughs> but some people, okay, I mean like not literary, but can't function properly. Without yeah, so we can't, we can't function properly, properly without technology. For example, our phones. Some of us are very addicted to it. Let me use that one. Mm, but then but one of the past episodes, you guys have told us we shouldn't be addicted to our phones and yeah. we're trying to <laughs> reduce phone time. Yeah. It's easier for communication with our phones. Mm. Even though I'm in the younger generation, I know before it was really letters and we were posting and all that. And that's they were interesting to read. People put thought <laughs> into them. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but then it took more time. But now with our phones, Communication is very fast, fast and, and impersonal. Yes, <laughs> uh, personal. Yeah, no complicated. Okay, um, Toby, how does science and technology affect us? Examples of science and tech in our everyday life. So, because even this program we're having now, there's a lot of science and tech involved. Most with microphones yeah. and everything we're doing. Okay, other things. So um, before I go ahead to directly answer the question, I, I want to say I believe that the scientist is curious and the technologist is thinking, what's the easier way to do this? Um, this can be the best way to go about this. So 
I would say, for instance, our phones, our laptops are a product of both science and technology because science had to be there to lay the foundation, but technology is an application of the science, right, to provide us with the computers and whatnot. And um, make computers better because before, those the computers used to be very huge. Yes. Then they became smaller and smaller till everybody had a computer of his. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's, that's oh, his or her own. Yeah. That's so I would say generally, um, like the human species, we always try to find, like it's been that way, we've always tried to find better ways to do things, right? And um, how science and technology helped us, that's helped us in finding the better ways to do things, right? In, in, in doing things more efficiently, in, in communicating easier, like she said, in um, healthcare, right? In... Um, you know, prolonging some people's lives, right? Um, imagine that, yeah. And I, I know there was a time where t- t- tuberculosis and um, malaria and some of these things that you have um, medicines for right now, like, would, don't enter my space, so. <laughs> <laughs> would, but would, it's fine, sorry. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's a good thing to enter a space. I think if, if, if anything, I would, I would be able to learn more because if I say something that is not accurate then you'll be able to correct that i'm wrong. sure you're not going to say that so, <laughs> so um yeah I, I just think that it has helped like humanity right in doing things better and in in just um easing our lives more or less of course complicating it along the line but yeah yeah but supposedly making it easier yes and improving quality of life yes okay so now we've to- um um the conversation has been on um, the mountains, the seven mountains of um, human endeavor, and uh, science and technology is one of it. So it means that science and technology is kind of uh, shaping our world. Yeah. So in what ways is it shaping our world? In what ways is it making a difference that we now need to be part of it or we, we have seen the need to want to be part of it? I hope my question is yes. makes sense. Okay. Yes. Um, so I think it boils down to the fact that, like, for us as believers, we have a primary, um, would I would say, primary assignment, right? Our primary assignment is to preach the gospel, you know, to spread the good news of, of salvation and all of that. And anywhere there's any sort of stage or there's any sort of platform for you to do that, we have to take it and science and technology happens to be one of the largest right because if you look at the world today um the most the, the I, I don't want to say the most relevant people because there's no proper way to assess that like and if i were to assess that as a believer i'll say the pastor in this church is more, probably more relevant than bill gates um not necessarily because of this church but the person is doing something that i believe transcends you know life on this side of eternity Right. So but I'm saying the most relevant people on this side of eternity, by way to put it that way, are people who are in science and technology. Right. So these people have a platform to speak, to influence, not just with their words, but with their actions, with their, you know, schools of thoughts. Right. You see people post videos of Elon Musk and all these people giving advice. Right. Why is their advice valid? Right. It's because they have gotten to the point where they are just that relevant. They are just that important. So why is it important? Why, why, like it's, why has it gotten to a point where we have now identified science as technology and technology as a way for us, as something important, like for something for us as believers to be in? It's just because it provides us with that platform. 
and we can better preach the gospel if we're there. For me personally, I think uh, a very practical example would be when I got into like, so I would, I would like to say I've always been, because I can't remember the exact moment where I sort of got into interested in science and technology. So I'll just assume I've always been interested in it. No, but from what you've told us, and I told you, you have always been a good boy, <laughs> good student, interested in learning. They've never beat you or scolded no, 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 you that's, for that's not, not doing homework. <laughs> so this guy is, guys, just bring your children for him to mentor. <laughs> So, so a very practical example would be I got interested in all of this very early and my understanding at that point was that you look at Bill Gates, you look at Mark Zuckerberg, you look at many of these guys and they were not believers, right? And I think that might be something we might overlook right now, but it's, for me, I, th- I, like, to, I like to say I've, I've, to a point and to, to a certain degree, I've always been sort of self-aware. So... I was self-aware in the sense that I knew that there was faith, right? And I knew that there were successful people in science and tech. And I knew that these people did not share my faith. And I had to, I was sort of conflicted, right? Like, where does where does my faith fit in, right? And is that something I have to let go of in order to, you know, be like one of these people, right? And that was the question. And... I wouldn't say that question got answered that early, but I, I like at a point I when I when I started getting more hands-on with computer science, particularly, I found someone and I don't want to say his name because I don't point it in his direction because I now believe he's sort of unhinged. But <laughs> <laughs> but at the time he was the person I sort of looked up to because he was very vocal about the fact that he was a Christian and he was someone in the Nigerian tech space you know the fact that I was Nigerian even made him like what made it endeared him to you yes exactly so and he was a believer and he was one of the most successful he is one of the most successful people in science and tech in Nigeria especially when we talk about um, computers tech as in um, you know the internet and you know um, tech as we know it today as so he was one of the people and that's sort of answered my question like there can be people who are here and they are believers and they are doing very well and i think that's that's if not anything that's one of the reasons why it's important for believers to be in science and technology Jacobe, do you want to speak to that or oh, you are good with what he has said i'm good with what he has said yeah okay all right still on um science and tech so what what are the negative things you think if any negative influence of science and technology on our world why you need to maybe that is also the reason why as christians we need to occupy that space do you think there are negative things that science and tech is or negative ways in which science and tech is impacting our world yeah i think there is for example i think it affects our social interactions because the more we spend time the more we spend time on our phones internet and everything it limits our interaction with people and i think that also lowers self-esteem and your self-confidence and sense and technology too if we are looking towards the internet to affects the mind for example i'm going to use pornography so that's a negative impact 
on our minds because you go there and it's very free to get. You just go there, search it, it pops up. There's no security or anything, even though they say there's security, but you can easily turn that off. So I think that's a negative impact too on our society from science and technology. Okay. Toby, do you have other things you think are negative influences of science and tech on our society? Um, yeah, most definitely. I think it's almost an inexhaustible topic because there, there are many of them. Um, so, firstly, I would say that it's um, science is, or rather, I would say technology is a means to like it's it's more or less a means right so anyone can wield think of it as a tool you can wield it however you 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 want to think of a hammer you can use it to um you know construct furniture but you at the same time it could be a murder weapon so yeah so i i think of technology particularly i'm not saying all of because um, I'm, I'm for this answering this question, I'll focus more on technology than I, I do on science. Um, so I think of technology that way because think about it. I, for instance, this morning I didn't have time to like read my Bible with my phone, like read it, read it. So I just put it on in my headphones and I listened to it right while I was I was I was doing my house chores. So I think that that's one of the like say good parts of or, or good ways you can use science and technology, especially I'm, I'm, I'm giving this example because like as believers or let's say, let me divert a little science, medicine, but people abuse medicine as well. Medicine, you know, people have ailments and like with, with, with medicine um, proper treatments, they can be cured. Um, they can also abuse the drugs. They can also abuse the drugs. Um, so most definitely, one of the things I think is being spoken about less, right? Or so it's less, um, probably not being spoken about less, but it's less mainstream issue with um, science and technology is like a globalized culture. And why I say that is, so someone spends, TikTok is a very good example. Personally, I don't use TikTok. No. Uh, <laughs> But TikTok is, is is an example. So you spend hours scrolling through TikTok, and video is and visual learning is so is one of the kinds of learning that sort of um, like permeates your defenses, right? All the defenses you put up, both visual and audio, and you learn things without even knowing you're learning them. So there's a so you you don't have enough time to consider it, right? To like ponder on it and think. Is this good? Is this bad? Like, what's my opinion on this particular topic? But just because it's there, it's popular, you sort of just accept it. And I think there's a globalized culture and it's not necessarily a good thing because um, a lot of negative things influence us as believers, for instance. A lot of things that we would otherwise have had the opportunity to, you know, think about and consider and, you know, um, and I think that's why people hardly have any opinions on anything, original opinions. Their, their opinions are based off what's popular, right? And when I watch older movies or I read books written by people, um, you know, people who, who definitely, like, their lifestyles are quite different because they engage with um, social media di- differently, you, you realize that these people are very, very, they, they know what they believe, right? They take their time to think about schools like different they, they know what school of thought they be, belong to they know what philosophies they they agree with and all these things and it's because 
they have deliberately taken out time to think about these things and think about how some of these things would contradict themselves and how it means that if this is this then this cannot be this for instance so yeah i think because of you know social media and you know because everything is just so easy and accessible and fast we hardly have time to ponder on these things and i think that's that's one of the negative um impact of science yeah. and technology. We're inundated with so much information that some people don't have time to think and process. Yes, yes. Okay, now looking again at this um, science and tech, are there specific ways or particular ways that science and technology is opposed to the gospel or the spread of the gospel or living out the Christian life? Do you think, thinking about it, do you think there are specific ways that science and technology has done this? Um... Practically, yes, um, I would say science and technology has affected people's faith, right? Ability to, um, I would say, be disciplined, right, with your faith because discipline is something that is very key to faith, right? Um, but theoretically, I would say no. And what I mean by that is, like I said initially, science and technology is a means right um the only thing i would say science um technology you know and it's just that it increases temptation sort of <laughs> but but in essence um, people can still choose to do um the right things and i think science and technology can also help in spreading and you know the gospel yeah but yes as you said um it provides more temptation so that means there are particular ways science and technology is out there to make you, in quotes, be more tempted or sin more, I don't know. But maybe, Jokobed, you speak to that. Are there specific ways you think science and technology has been opposed to the gospel, to Christian living, to righteousness? Okay. I think um, I'm going to bring in that theory, or is it a, this that you have about the Big Bang Theory? Yeah, that a hypothesis. Yes. Well, they said it's a theory. Okay. A, a theory that has not been proven, no. and I think was recently disproved or something of the sort. Oh, for those who want to listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. yes. For those who want to listen, but then it's opposed to the fact that God is the one who created the world and everything. You just think it just the world just popped out. So I think that opposes what we've been taught as Christians what we read in the Bible. So, and some people believe this. I won't call them Christians, just have the name. So I think he has so many ways. Like he said, two temptations that are just out there. Easy to access. Easy to access. You just go and it's very, very easy to access. So, yeah, I think it affects. So you have a lot of information out there that is, um, easy to access information that is opposed to the gospel. Yeah. Yeah. So you have information there telling you there's no God. Mm-hmm. You just need to click a click away and you see many different things. Yeah. People talking, people writing about how there's no God and different things in that ma- manner. So if, if, you, if you follow that, you could, as Toby said, you could easily be derailed yeah. or um, lose your faith or have questions about your faith. Okay, so as Christians now, how can we um, take up this mountain? How can we be um, positive influencers 
in science and technology because Toby has told us that science and technology innately can, is not evil and is not good. It depends on how you wield it. So how can we wield science and technology positively to impact our world, to spread the gospel, to tell people how to live right, how to please God, to disciple nations? How, how, how can we use it? Um, so I'm going to just say speak up. Um, Sorosuki <laughs> All right. from NSARS. So um, <clears throat> let, me, let me go back to what she said about the Big Bang Theory. Um, that was a particularly interesting topic for me because I had a conversation with an atheist and the conclusion in essence was that believing right, um, in the existence of God right, primarily boils down to being a choice. Right? And for them to put it up as anything else, right? That it makes sense. That it's 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 logic. Like it's 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 the only logically plausible thing. Not like that's not believing in God is the only logical sorry logically plausible option is incorrect. Um, like that was the argument. Even though he started out attacking me because I I, I in fact I, I in fact posted something on my status that was sort of against atheists. But um, what I would say is, first of all, the Big Bang Theory is a theory just as uh, evolution as well, right? If you think about the evolution or, of human beings, too, all, all of those things are theories. And whether they are widely accepted or not, they remain theories. There's a reason they are called theories, right? Because they have, they have not been proven yet, right? They are not facts. And until they have been proven, um, they, they, they can't be called anything other than that. Um, so... Th- People want to believe what they want to believe and it's just a choice and they want to force their opinion and their choices on other people. And if you look at it again, um, science says there's cause and effect. Something causes something. You learned that in physics. But when it comes to Big Bang Theory, suddenly it's different. It just happened. Mm. Um, That's ridiculous. I'm only going to... um, implore and i'm just going to encourage everyone who is listening especially if you're young in science and technology not to just go with the popular opinion but to actually probe and ask the real questions and not just to say or agree with a particular point of view because it's acceptable or it's more widely accepted um but now to better answer your question um speak up right so for the more mature believers out there who have the have have grown into their talents right um you know ask um put stuff out there right um as alternatives for other people like for people to believe there are times i engage people on twitter and the reason is not because i hate to argue on twitter i mean i, th- I think i used to enjoy it before but <laughs> recently i've I, I don't like it anymore but sometimes i do have conversations with people on twitter where i go back and forth the reason is because i know that there are other people who are there who see that thread and think yeah this is right simply because maybe it's a more popular point of view mm-hmm. but if i put up another point of view you know an alternative for them to at least just think about it that gives them the option that gives them a, a way to think an alternative way to think about it and i think that's one of the ways we can help um also you know this is where daniel's excellence come in comes in rather um we all know daniel is known most for anything for excellence and devotion um if if you're very excellent at what you do and you go far as a believer we know that 
it's like we 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 you have a voice right when you speak people would listen right and there are a couple of these examples right there's i know someone who see them by and again this is not an endorsement i don't know his personal life so um but i'm saying that he's one of the people that i i was like okay this this guy is a believer and he's you know he's he's successful in this and that and that gives you a voice and people listen when you speak Right, and they think this guy might actually know what he's saying. This person might actually know what what what, what um they're saying. So becoming relevant in science and technology um, provides you with a platform to speak on the things that matter. And you know, I I think it's also very important that people in science and tech, people who have um, a voice, um, establish right, and you know, establish that it's not science and technology is not in contradiction right to what we have been taught as believers right so that's that's yes joe what's what do you say to this or what's your contribution to this how can we as christians be involved in this space to push our own christian agenda out there Mm. he has actually said most of it and i'm just i just agree with him on speaking up we just need to speak up and be more confident about our faith some people don't like to put it out there that I'm a Christian, you know, and to preach the gospel and all that. So I just think that we need to be more confident, be confident to post it because that's the fastest way to get through people through social media. So we should be confident to be able to post it out there. Christian content, which I can see the youth fellowships ready, you know, yeah, to, shout yeah. out to you, fellowship. Yes. Yeah. For so, pushing our content there, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's really good. Um, One way to issue this content, you can actually try to show as Christians, let me say, for example, modest dressing. So there are ways that we can show this, show this content and all that. So I think that we just need to be more confident. Okay, more confident. Speak out. Speak out. Uh, put out content there out there so that people have more options um yeah get involved in conversations but of course you don't have to be obnoxious you don't have to be (laughs) quarrelsome you don't have to be insultive we need to do it the way jesus would want us to do exactly uh, to engage so we should be willing to engage let's not run away from those conversations and be out there and i like um, the other thing toby said the fact that um, those who are in science and technology you need to do well, excellent, do well so that you have a voice to speak that people listen to you because you are a giant in that space so people would listen. Okay, now for people who should be in that space, how can we use science and technology now to make ourselves excellent? Mm -hmm. Not even just those who are in the space, for all of us as Christians, how can we use science and technology to make ourselves excellent and be all that God wants us to be, mm. how will science and technology help us? Mm. That's that's actually a really good question. Um, so, I think what we can do is um, break out of the more conventional uses of. And I'm going to speak to um, our devices again, phones and laptops. <laughs> okay. Right. So 
I I'm very impressed when I see people who use their devices in a very different way, right? So you know the apps on someone's phone is typically you know Twitter, WhatsApp, and all of those. The app on Toby's phone. Yes, yes, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's not every. That's not everybody. <laughs> but um, you know, you have, you have, um books app you know you have an app that you can use to read you have apps you can use to time yourself to plan your day to do all of these things and like these are practical ways that technology has helped make things easier you know um for instance uh, this 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 is not in, like, directly science and technology but like when you think about um cooking for instance like people ne- needed to have like dedicated timers you know to tell them okay Ding, 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 take it out of the oven. But that's science and technology. Yeah, Why it are you is. saying it's not saying, exactly? But now with your phone, that's like a multi-purpose device that you can use for many things. So make, like, maximize your phone, right? And, and even it. to cook. If you don't know how to cook, you can yes, use your you, phone. Yes, you can to use your yeah. phone to, to cook. <laughs> to learn how to cook YouTube and all of that. Um, Just know that there's a lot of things out there. Like, there's a lot of tools, right? You're probably trying to learn something. You're probably trying to, um, you know, work on yourself, right? For instance, let's say you get distracted easily. You know, you can put your phone on DND or things like that. Um, you know, you, you could, I, I spoke about reading, but there are even other more visual ways to learn. There are dedicated applications that are more immersive, like you can learn. There's like virtual reality, you know, you can use that if you're a um, medical student, you can use that to see the whole anatomy of the human body and things like that. So these, these like I said, initially are tools that can help us right to achieve the things we want to achieve um i could give examples like probably a lot even though my my i'm, I'm finding difficult to you know get them right now but i would say that there whatever you're learning it's probably can be made easier with technology but you need to find a way right and you need to not see your phone as just for calls and texts and just for, you know, texting with your friends. But there's so much you can do. Can and once you embrace that possibility, right, um, where there's a will, there's a way. So once you embrace that, po- in fact, there's, there's already a way. Well, you just, you're lacking the will right now. <laughs> so you just need to have that will, right, and try to figure out ways, talk to somebody, go online, try to figure out a way that science and technology can make what we're trying to do. Is yeah, we're trying to learn and all okay. Of that. Let's hear Joe's um, contribution. Okay, so how can we use science and technology as Christians to be better Christians? I think I, I agree with him trying to use it in a different way, other than how it usually is used or how people usually use it. So, for example, those people in the spaces can think about new ideas that help to build Christian life. Like, already we can see the Bible apps, but if there are ways that they can create other apps that just help you, I don't know how to put it. But, but when it even comes to Bible apps, you have apps, um, different different apps, as you said, for Bible reading, Bible plans. Yeah. Um, some will even track 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 your you track your progress. Yeah. Um, you also have access to your friends who can study along with you yeah. and also see what you are doing in, in in that space. So I think that's also good. Yes. Yeah. So what other things can you do with science and technology to improve yourself? Toby has said we can read many books. Mm. So you have access to all sorts of books, which many of us aren't reading. 
Yeah. I'm not mm. one of them. I read, but I know there are many people who don't read. True. And you have ac- easy access to books now. So you can read anything on anything. Yeah. 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 So how to be a better XYZ, it's online. So you can access that. Sorry, uh, um, Joe, you still were talking. Before <laughs> no. I, I, I took over. No problem. I think one other way. Okay, you've actually said already. He has said already reading. Yeah. Yeah, we can read to make ourselves better. I think that's it. So um, down to even continuing on Bible study. Sorry, I'm still on Bible study. Mm. There are also all sorts of aids to help you study the Bible better. Apart from the Bible itself, Bible dictionaries, Bible concordances, commentaries. commentaries yeah. They are all there. And we should use those things to help us grow. Yeah. Now, what of preaching the gospel? Mm. How, how can science and technology help us preach the gospel? Yeah. Mm. So, <clears throat> I, I generally believe as a believer, right, there's almost no conversation you go into that, like, especially, I'm talking key discussions, so especially important conversations with people that you engage with them, um, that your faith doesn't come up because your faith is an integral part of who you are, right? It's not, it's not something you carry around like a handbag. It's like part you. of you. Yeah. So I think that once you, you have that, right. Um, with, with science and technology, preaching the gospel is not always, it doesn't always start with, um, you know, um, Jesus died for your sins and yeah, that is the gospel. But I mean there are probably many people who have heard that. But sometimes how it also shock you that some people haven't Yeah, definitely. So I'm not saying stop. Um please no, that's not what I'm saying here. I'm saying that so the other innovative there are other ways, right? So you know, if you go to places right outside, like let's say places where they probably haven't heard that you will know. But um if you're around or like if you're around people who you know most likely I've heard it. I find it a, a very practical way to go about it is to engage them in conversation of what's relevant to them. Okay. And it's not a trap. It's not because you're trying to beat them into the conversation and get them in, just get them interested. But if you look at it and you investigate people, right, at the very bottom, what's important to them is connected to what they think is important in life and it's also connected to what they think life is about, right? So if I ask someone what's, um, and, and I find out that it's money, then they probably think life is just about having a love, enjoying, like... So you can start the conversation from there. From there. And move it. And, and move it. And and when you do that, then you can start to ask the real probing questions that makes them think. And you say, okay, if this is this, how come this is this? Why don't you think... I, so you can move the conversation. Can move the conversation. I once asked someone. I said, "I said you're living life this way because you believe that this is this is what life is about." I said, "Have you ever considered anything else? Have you ever considered that there is a God? Have you ever considered?" I'm saying you are living life like this, and it's not giving you fulfillment. You're sad. You're depressed. You're you're down. Like, have you tried it any other way? And and you know for sure that there is none, right? So. A lot of people are just pressured into believing the things they believe. A lot of people don't even think about it until you ask. And you're like, why do you believe the thing that you do? And then they realize that they don't know. 
or they realize that it's a very flimsy reason or and then you begin to ask the real questions i begin to provide them with answers and i say this is why this is this way right okay, so um having conversations leading conversations yes. probing discussions exactly. to push people towards the gospel yes okay um joe do you have um other ways people could use um science technology to propagate the gospel to preach the good news to be just eating the words out of my <laughs> okay mind so what are putting up posts yeah. like i know somebody who's who told me that he's decided that every day he's going to put up something about god that gets people thinking on his mm-hmm. whatsapp status he does yeah. that every day um yeah can share mem- you can share verses maybe from your devotion that is speaking to you okay it doesn't have to be speaking mm-hmm. to you it can be speaking to somebody yeah. don't know who i've done that it. a few times my devotion i, I put it up and uh, summarize something i learned yeah. and people begin to comment and comment. sometimes you have conversations with certain people yeah. because of their so you could do that on all your social media yeah. um, handles is there any other thing you can do to spread the gospel i've been part of um, a, a group or a training but i didn't fully participate in the training because yeah. i didn't have time at that time on how to use your social media handles it was during christmas period to bring up conversations as you said mm-hmm. about jesus so all your contacts you flooded the place with it and those who were interested mm-hmm. would continue yeah. the conversation mm-hmm. and then you could continue um in that gospel direction and i think you can also even to disciple people because now you can disciple people from a distance yeah. well yeah. it is better if we do face to face but sometimes yeah. Like during during the COVID era, it wasn't possible. It wasn't possible to meet one on one. So you could do that. With, I've done counseling sessions. Yeah. With on, online. Yeah. We couldn't meet. And uh, somebody, um, I've done with people. Somebody in Canada. I'm here, and then we had to do um, online things. Sometimes phone. Sometimes chatting. Yeah. And then it worked. Any other thoughts on that? Um, just to conclude with this, if you look at the apostles you know paul peter and even while jesus christ was here on earth they had a lot of things where either you have to travel here to do this you have to go here to do that um and even when paul wrote all his very popular letters <laughs> um it was a letter it would take time to come you to know arrive, yeah. to arrive and all of those things and with science and technology you could you know, some some things are just a phone call away, or someone who couldn't be at a conference or at an event could join virtually. Oh, yeah. You know, and it just makes things sort of easier to 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 preach the gospel, right? There's less of a of of a cost, right? And if you look at it in terms of um, let's say. Like there's less of an overhead cost, in fact, in like so it's in starting a ministry, right? And I don't mean <laughs> a ministry in terms of you know building. I'm saying you personally, you know, you you've been called to 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 preach the gospel, right? And you know that okay, this is how I minister to people, right? And let's say you just came to the knowledge of that, or you came to the um, consciousness of that calling. Um, for you to start is less expensive, right? Okay. And yeah. science as technology has made it too. Okay, I just want to get it down a bit more personal. Jacobed, can you tell us ways you as an individual has used the internet for the furtherance of the kingdom? 
Toby is rolling his eyes. <laughs> yeah, but let's get it practical. Practical ways. You've used science and tech. Okay, so there was a time because I stopped and I don't know why. But I was sharing my daily Bible verses on my status. Okay. Did you get like any responses? Did people respond? Did people ask questions? People didn't really ask questions, but there are some people that just sent like an emoji saying like a love emoji or something or oh they like yeah. what you said yeah, yeah something like that but the word is out there yeah, yeah but the word is out there so i was just hoping people were reading it even though i stopped i should probably go back to that no you should probably should go I back should. Mm-hmm. toby example or examples of how you've engaged in those spaces to take out the gospel there mm um so for for starters um i would say i'm very active on twitter and less now than <laughs> daniel's giving me a thumbs up he knows um um yeah so that's one number two i some I, I i do post related to you know faith and all of that sometimes um another way is i like to share podcasts a lot so i try to listen to podcasts um quite frequently I, I think it's a very um i don't say passive passive is almost an abusive word but um it's a passive way to learn right um I, I, but let me say it's an easier way to learn so um i like to share podcasts i mean I'm, I'm in a group chat with some friends right some close friends and i like to share podcasts with them and one of the things i would say is that even christians need to hear the gospel you know, people have said they've given their life to Christ. You know, Christians need to hear the gospel because we are very forgetful and sometimes we need to introspect and look at our lives really and say... And we need to grow. Yeah, Not we need to grow. Hear the gospel, but we need Most to grow definitely. and more, more like Jesus. Exactly. So I, I share podcasts with... Especially, I, I don't share podcasts. I've not listened to the content of because like... Uh, uh, do you know? Do you know what the person said inside? Why are you sharing it anyway? So now we have podcasts. Now Youth Fellowship has podcasts. So <laughs> yes, share it, exactly. Share it with your friends on yeah. X yeah. and whatever social um, um, social platform or whatever. Now, so other things. Now we've talked about um, the how science and technology is very important. So it's not just um, social media things yeah but even those who work in the science field mm-hmm. you have technology available to you to be a better researcher mm-hmm. a better teacher yeah um, and engage better with other people on um, science and technology so we've talked about a lot of things and um, i desire is that people who have listened today will go out and um, engage yes yeah and um, you've also brought out the fact that anybody everybody yeah. should engage should yes yeah. yeah so as we wrap up this last words should we do the lady first or the lady after the gentleman the lady after the gentleman okay tell me my popular <laughs> opinion yeah wow. bad here i'm awful too <laughs> <laughs> um, all right your last words okay um final words so i have a lot of thoughts and i'm trying to keep it very like, final yeah keep it um, final <laughs> and short yeah so this is probably not something you've heard in the context of being a believer before but what i would say is um so you, if you're into science and technology right um curiosity is your ally 
And what I mean by that is a lot of times we get comfortable in the things we know, in the things we're familiar with, but in being curious, in, you know, um, in being courageous enough to learn, right, you find that you are more set apart. And in being set apart, it provides you more with that stage that we spoke about in like when everybody's doing something you're not distinguished but when you sort of set yourself apart you more you have more of that voice that we were talking about to speak about faith and all of those things and i would encourage anyone who is into science and technology not just to stick to the things that are easy and common but to ask questions and to dare to to learn more to to do more and even if it's not what you see every day around you. And I'm saying that because I write code and a lot of people will just, you know, write code and that's all there is to it. But I think that you, you write should, good codes. You should, yeah, you, you write, write, write good codes. Well. And <laughs> if you're interested in something and a particular artist thing, go after it. Um, yeah, that's, and that's be excellent at it. At, be, be excellent yeah, because at I've it. seen that Daniel is one of your role models. So yeah, most most definitely. Not Daniel Sule. I mean Bible Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> both actually. Oh, both. Oh, nice, Daniel Sule. Thumbs up. <laughs> All right, Joe. Last words. Final words. Okay. Um, for those who think that they should not be in science and technology, just because it's not their field. Or they feel it's not where a Christian should be. I think they should re- no. I, they should rethink it because it's a space where we can influence a lot of people and spread the gospel there. So they should try to get more involved in it. And for those who are already there, should try to use the power. Let me say the power, the authority they have in that space yep. to reach out to people and bring them closer to God. Yeah. So everybody, everybody can be involved in science and technology. Yeah. You're not too small. You're not too limited. Your field doesn't limit you. Open up your mind. Go out there. Learn new things. Be excellent at what you do and put yourself in that space. Join the conversation. Speak up. Speak out. Write. Talk. Share. Don't be quiet. Don't be passive. Be active in what we need to do. So thank you so much for being here. We hope we meet again some other time here at the podcast. We'll meet in church, but we'll meet here. <laughs> podcast some other time. Thank you. And Daniel, the model, the mentor and model. Over to you. <laughs> thank you very much, Antela. Your wonderful job as always hosting mm. the show today. And thanks to our two amazing guests for their insights. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening to Youth Vibes this week. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing to Youth Vibes wherever you get your podcasts. Turn on notifications so that you don't miss a single episode. You can send me your feedback using the link at the end of the episode description. Or if you'd like, send us an email at youth4epc at gmail.com. That's Y-O-U-T-H number 4, E-P-C at gmail.com. The Youth Ministry of Ecopathy Church has a newsletter available via email and on the web. You can subscribe to Faith Watch by visiting faithwatch.substack.com or you can simply tap on the link at the end of this podcast description. You'll get new articles in your inbox every first and third Thursday of the month. It's good content. Subscribe. This episode of Youth Lives was produced and mixed by yours truly in collaboration with Ecopathy Church Youth Ministry. Our theme music is by Bashu Adamo. That's it for the show this week. See you right here next week.